This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Episode. 128? No. 127? No. 129? Yes. Jesus. Episode 129, Jesus. So, a lot of people will probably be listening to this one for wrong reasons. <laughs> I mean, make of it what you will. I mean, I don't know many people that just listen to things based on the title. I mean, they'd have to read the description. Judging by our, um, what is it called? Uh, our, not statistics. Um, what's that part on the... Analytics? Yes. Judging by our analytics, I would say people do 100% listen to stuff based on the title. Well, I mean... Should read, read the uh, descriptions. So we left off. In well, the middle. first of not really in the middle, but first off, mm-hmm. tell them what we're all about, little peach. Um, we're a couple that lives in South Jersey. Are you gonna actually let me do this, or are you gonna butt in halfway well, through? It depends on if you miss things. We're Don't a, miss things. We're a couple that lives in South Jersey. Um, we like making this podcast for you <laughs> um well one of us does oh boy i'm here <laughs> wow <laughs> see what i'm saying well i'm here um we enjoy traveling and trying new things we like um trying new foods new drinks uh seasonal stuff um we both really really like hard cider um I like wine more than Jeff does, and Jeff likes beer more than I do, but we both meet in the middle. Um, We like going to the drive-in. We like paranormal stuff and haunted stuff and history. Um, What what else? Horror movies. Oh, yeah, we like horror movies. And other kinds of movies as Mm -hmm. well. But, you know, we're all into the spooky stuff. Yeah. Um, Halloween is definitely our favorite holiday, but closely followed by Christmas. Because it doesn't have to be either or. Yeah, you know, it's it both can in be, our world. It can be both. We're, we're spooky year round. We just go extra spooky at Halloween time. Yeah, and kind of semi-pause the spooky around Christmas, but there is spookiness incorporated with Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have spooky uh, slash Christmas decorations that kind of go together. Um, like horror ornaments, stuff like that. And there's the Nightmare Before Christmas. And then there's the um, thing that kind of started it all, which is in the story, you know, uh, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, or the song. Uh, say when they talk about scary ghost stories, because, you know, they did, there were scary tales to tell around Christmas. And A Christmas Carol, like, that's a ghost story. You know, mm-hmm. there's ghosts that visit. Um, so... They can be, you know, they can go together hand in hand. And then there's a lot of other tales around Christmas, you know, like Krampus and things like that. The darker side of the holiday and and things and uh, mythology and folklore. So there's plenty for everybody, no matter what you like. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, go, oh, I love Halloween and uh, oh, screw Christmas. But why? Christmas is great, too. So. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, 
Uh, that's us in in a nutshell, I suppose. Um, she supposes. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for like a month shy of three years. Correct. We have probably close to 150 episodes. I think it's about around 162. Okay. Uh, last check. I mean, this again, we just said 129. Those are official episodes, but there's plenty of bonus episodes in there as well. Um, we also have um, bonus episodes that cost money. It's uh, it's so aptly titled, It's Not Better, It's Just More. Because I mistakenly one time said premium content because you're paying for it. And Jeff was like, no, 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 it's not better, it's just more. Yeah, so you can't that's, say those things. That's what our subscription-based episodes are. Um, we watch movies and review them, mainly older movies, and give our take and opinion and stuff like that. Um, Killian, my son, who has been on the podcast a handful of times, he's on a couple of those episodes because we've shown him, like, classic movies and gotten his take on them. Um, I'm trying to think. Um... Yeah, we do have a YouTube channel. It's mainly like recipes and our holiday advent because we did that during the month of December. Um, I constructed an advent calendar and we did 25 different uh, mini bottles of booze, one every day. And it was fun. Which coincidentally, I just posted on our social medias our facebook and instagram you know the last five of those i mean we did post them along the way um in our stories and they are in our highlights there's a highlight section for it but i also made this posts as we talk about them in each episode so i just finished up with the last ones i just posted those so as i said if you want to hear about them you can listen to our last uh, handful of podcasts where we talk about them as we've drank them and uh, we give our you know thoughts on them after the fact. If you want to see the instantaneous reviews of them and our reactions, you know, go watch the videos on our YouTube channel because that'll show us drinking them as we drink them and what we thought of them as we drank them for the first time. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's... Like I said, that's basically us in a nutshell and what we're about. And do you remember where we left off? Well, you did mention our premium content. Oh, yeah. We have to give shout out to our... But it's um, not premium. Our subscribers. Because that's one of the things that um, we offer. (laughs) And like offer the... Whatever. Yeah. Um, It's one of the things you get if you pay for a subscription. You get shout outs. Yep. So, we got some shout-outs. We got Don N. Woohoo, Don! Lisa F. Go, Lisa. Go, Lisa. Phil K. Thank you, Phil K. Bobby J. Woohoo, Bobby J. Vince G. Thank you, Vince G. Steph LTP. Go, Steph. Go, Steph. And Maddie P. Thank you, Maddie. So, we really appreciate all of them. We appreciate all of our normal listeners. Um... And yeah, it's all appreciated. So, and we appreciate your understanding. Sometimes when things get a little crazy, 
So, and we know sometimes when we don't have our new episodes, people people wonder where they are. But uh, we we hope not to have too many gaps in the future. It's just you know what I said before. You know, Peach Peach likes to do the podcast and she has fun doing things. But it's just when you tell her that we got we got to actually do it, she gets a little gruffy. No. She's like, oh. But she likes, you know, once she's into it, she really likes being on her phone. So, I mean, it all gets turned around. You're a jerk. <laughs> so, where we left off was right after Christmas. So, with your surgery, we talked about that. Yeah. And then what was what happened was uh, I, I made some I made some homemade french fries. Yes. In the air fryer. Now, Peach has made French fries as well, homemade French fries before, and they are delicious. And so, Peach, after her surgery, is a little, you know, was a little incapacitated, couldn't really be up or shouldn't have been up that much. She was supposed to move around sometimes, and uh, but not really be on her feet too much doing stuff. So, I was doing some of the cooking and taking over a lot of that. So, I said, you know what? I want some French fries. I want to try my hand at making some French fries. Uh, we got some potatoes to use, so let's use them. So I cut up some French fries, and I mean, well, I cut up some potatoes into French fries sized pieces, and then soaked them in some water and a little bit of salt for a bit, and then uh, fried them in the uh, fried them in the air fryer, and kind of. Did it a certain way, you know, you got to find out the right temperature. You cook them in small batches because there was too many to put in there once because you kind of kind of layered them. Uh, and you heat them up and you cook them and then you take them out and you do them in batches. And then when all of them are done, you throw them all in at once and uh, heat it, like kind of give them that last little heat before you serve them because it doesn't matter at that point. They've all been kind of cooked in their own batch. You're just kind of heating them up that last little bit all together. And, you know, you do toss them in some olive oil and some more salt and, and pepper um, before you put them in to, to fry in the air fryer. And they came out, I think they came out pretty well. Yeah, they were delicious. Um, probably some of the best French fries I've ever had. Wow, don't, don't say that. (laughs) They were so good. And it also, they tasted even better because I didn't have to cook or clean. Because food always tastes better when you don't have to cook it or clean up after it. Yeah, I mean, that's part (laughs) of the appeal to going out to eat. Yes. Even though you're not, you can't control what's being put into the food. And then the price, but you don't have to make it. You don't have to clean up afterwards. Um, it's better to make it at home because then you can do what you want. You can control the ingredients. Um, it's cheaper, but you've got to actually put in the effort to do it. And then you got to clean up after everything. Mm-hmm. So that that does suck. Yeah. But I enjoyed the, the, the French fries. I thought they were good as well. So yeah, very tasty. Definitely something that's easy you can do at home again. You don't need a deep fryer. You know, if you have an air fryer, you know it is a nice, healthy alternative. Or I mean, you can just do it in the oven. You can bake them. I guess I don't know how that would turn out. Probably not as crispy. No, they wouldn't get as crispy. But 
they'd still taste good. But I mean, a lot of people would may say air fry or French fries. They'll be like, well, no, they got to be deep fried. You know, they won't get as flavorful or or, or these, crispy. These were plenty flavorful. These were. Pl- Fine for me. If I had gone to a restaurant and these were served as a side, I wouldn't even know the difference. You know, I would have just thought they were delicious French fries. I wouldn't have known how you cooked them. I wouldn't have been like, oh, I don't think they fried these. You just wouldn't know. If you didn't know, you wouldn't know. So there's nothing to take away from them, I think, in that aspect. They're definitely fries that I could eat like every time and not miss like, oh, they weren't deep fried. My opinion. I don't know if that's Peach's opinion. Um, I, I, I'm not really one for like a super greasy fry. So these okay. definitely like, they're definitely better in my opinion than fast food fries. But like that was the thing. Jeff, Jeff typically likes more of a steak fry. Like he likes a really potato-y fry. And he cut these on like the shoestring size which i was kind of surprised about because i kind of cut them in the middle because they were kind of more like how i liked but i knew there'd be some in there that you liked i kind of like did a happy medium because i know you don't like the steak fry no when i make homemade french fries for us in the air fryer i cut them steak fry wise because i know that's what jeff likes and while they're not my favorite i don't dislike them my favorite are crinkle cut fries. I can't love do those. I love crinkle cut fries. Yeah. What do you mean you can't do them? You can't make crinkle cut fries. Yeah, you buy a, a crinkle cutter. Yeah, that's just another step of <laughs> something you don't need to do. So yeah. I just kind of kept these like a happy medium, I think, they were so tasty. that both of us would enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, there was enough potatoey ones in there for me, and there was enough of the other ones in there for peach, I believe. So, I think it was just nice. They would have been delicious poutine fries. Oh, yeah, they really would have. <laughs> um, and then we went out and we tried uh, duck donuts for the first time. Yeah. Um, why did we go out? Because you wanted to go out. Oh. So, this was the first time that we had left the house since my surgery. I was having terrible, terrible, terrible gas pains. And not like typical gas pain because the type of surgery that I had, I think I said it in the last episode, I had like a bilateral um, hysterectomy done by laparoscopic, done laparoscopically. So they removed my uterus robotically, basically. During that surgery, they put a, a lot of air like inside your body to like puff up your um what is that your torso Mm -hmm. so they can like move around in there and they're they have more room well most of the air it just like dissipates naturally but this was not and like i ended up having like really bad pressure like in my chest my shoulders my back so we were like looking up um ways to resolve this and Jeff made me ginger tea, ginger ale tea, where you heat up um, ginger ale and stir the bubbles out and then put like a black tea bag in it. I drank like two cups of that. It wasn't really helping at some relief, but not a lot. Um, We were doing like other home remedies and I was like, fuck it. I just need to go buy Gas-X and hope that helps. So 
It's also a good way to move gas is to get up and move. And it had been enough time where they were like, yeah, you definitely need to be moving around. So I was like, well, we can go to Target. I can get the medicine and like I can walk around the store a little bit. So we did that. It kind of helped a little bit. And then while we were out, I asked Jeff if we could please go to Home Goods because one of the reasons I wanted to go to Target was their Valentine's Day decorations and goodies have been released, all, like put out on the shelf already. And as unfortunate as it is, it is, it was like, what day was this that we a went? Friday. What date? 29th. Yeah, so it wasn't even January yet. And, um, like, they already had Valentine's Day. Fuck, they had Valentine's Day stuff out the day before Christmas on the 24th. But, um, they had garland that I wanted. Like, not, like, the tinsley garland. Like, I don't know, like, shape garland on, like, a rope. Um... And it was really cute and I wanted it, but then like seeing it up close in person, I didn't really love it. So I asked Jeff if we could please go to Home Goods so I could look there because that's where I had gotten the candy corn garland that I loved um, during Halloween. So Jeff obliged and we walked around Home Goods and I got three garland. I got one for over our dining room table and two to go where the candy corn ones went. They're really cute and I can't wait to hang them up. Haven't done it yet because we haven't put our Christmas stuff away because we're slacking big time. Um, But hopefully it will be done, I'd say, within the next week. Um, But while we were in Home Goods, I said to Jeff, I was like, I want something sweet. And I forget how that, how like a, the idea of a donut came up, but I was like, oh. Because well, we were right there in that shopping center yeah. and you were like, oh, we could actually try out Duck Donuts. It's right here. Yeah. Like neither of us had ever tried it before. And we go in and there's like one girl working. The place is empty. And Jeff and I had never had a Duck Donut before. So like we didn't really know anything. I knew that they like customize them but i figured it was kind of like dunkin donuts where it was like they just had like a set menu and like they were there and it's like well these are the ones we have right now yeah like that or these are the ones we have right now or these are our normal ones if you want something special we make it but these are our you know usual suspects and they're just ready or like take a usual suspect and then top it yeah, I guess. They fucking made, like, fresh, hot and fresh, two donuts Just for two us. donuts, yeah. And that blew my mind because I didn't know that they did that. And then um, they topped it. I got... Didn't you just get a chocolate with yeah, sprinkles? Yeah, I got a chocolate Jimmy's. with holiday sprinkles and Jeff got a peanut butter and chocolate. Peanut butter paradise is what it was called. Just, like, peanut butter icing with a chocolate drizzle. Yeah. And they're both hot and warm and, you know, fresh, soft. Um, yeah. Not donuts that have been sitting there stale for however long. They were really good. But now after having it, it's not something that, like, I would need to have again. I would need to have it again. Because here's <laughs> the thing. Yes. There's two, there's two uh, sides to this. There's, okay, it's not anything, like, super special. But... If that's how they do it and they make, you know, you come in and you order two donuts or one donut and they make everything that hot and fresh, 
I'd rather have my donut hot and fresh. So, like, if I can liken it to anywhere else that I'm going to get a donut, like Dunkin' Donuts or stuff that's been sitting around for a while, if I want a hot and fresh donut, then I would go here. But you're also paying a premium price for it. The two donuts was, like, over $5. It was around 5 bucks. They're about 2 something each. But, like, how much are you paying for a donut anywhere else these days? A dollar twenty something, I think, at Dunkin'. I don't know. I don't go to Dunkin' Donuts. I don't normally get donuts yeah, in donuts- general. The only time that I really go for donuts is during February because Dunkin' Donuts does that brownie batter donut that is delicious. Still not even all that great. I mean, the donuts are donuts. I mean, if you want to go somewhere like a Krispy Kreme when they're having special stuff, but like even then, not all that great. Krispy Kreme donuts, the the idea is great, but they just hurt my teeth because they're so sweet. I mean, their normal glazed ones are great when they are hot and fresh, you know, when the hot light's on. But just like the duck donuts, <laughs> you know. Well, the duck donuts hot light's always on. Put on your hot light. Or you go to a place like Tim Hortons. They got some good donuts, too. Um, we didn't get donuts when we went there, I don't believe. I got a donut. Did yeah, you? maple donut, yeah. Um, apparently they put one in... Uh, somewhere, where was it? Cinnaminson or Del Ran? There was one that just opened up. Uh, I don't know if that's closer to the one that we went to the first time. No, we're like right down the road from that now. Well, that's cool. But again, it's cool and I love Tim Hortons from my times of being in Canada, but it's not really the same... When they open up here, because it's just different in Canada. Uh, we were talking about this the other day. It just mm-hmm. seemed like the people there, like they just take more pride in their job here. It's just like we don't even know what this fucking place is. It's a foreign company, and they're opening up stores here, and I just need a job, and I'm just working at this place. Like they don't really get it. Their coffee is very tasty, though. It and is. Like, um, not. I had <laughs> when we went there. I'm lactose intolerant and I wanted to get a latte and well, everywhere else does specialty milk, but not them, even though the guy at the counter who I don't really think spoke much English, um, assured me that it was not cow's milk and it in fact was, and that sucked, but, um, I don't know. I wasn't impressed with their latte, but like I've bought Tim Hortons like K cups and coffee grounds, and I'm a big fan of that. It's super tasty. So, um, I was just reading the story of Duck Donuts. Oh, they had like a poster on the wall that I didn't want to read right then, so I took a picture of it. They're from North Carolina. That's what it says. Yeah, the Outer Banks. Um, what started as a whim during a family vacations in the Outer Banks developed into a fun, unique concept of serving warm, delicious, and made-to-order donuts. This led to the opening of our first two duck donut stores in 2007 in the towns of Kitty Hawk and Duck, North Carolina. Um, and they opened some in Williamsburg, Williamsburg, Virginia. All the best things come from North Carolina. In 2013, uh... They opened their first franchise location in Williamsburg, Virginia. Now anyone can enjoy that sweet staple of happiness, a warm made-to-order donut. Um, Along the way, we worked diligently to keep our focus on offering every customer a fun, family-friendly, and scrumptious experience. The teams who manage and work in our stores make all the difference in providing this customer experience, and we are very proud of their commitment, dedication, and contributions. So... 
that's you know they started in 2006 it says but I mean they said they opened their first stores in 2007 so I don't know what they were doing before that uh, just maybe a stand <laughs> maybe or a stand yeah so yeah um, and <laughs> they have these little little ducks little rubber ducks all around and Peach was touching them even though there's a sign that said don't touch the ducks I didn't see the sign there were some ducks that were for sale you could buy certain ducks mm-hmm. and then some were just decorations and then while we were out, we are like, you know, let's get something to eat. We're hungry, or we wanted to get something to eat. And I was like, well, today seems like it could be the day to um, try Lillo's Tomato Pies. So oh. um, we had been hearing a lot of stuff, or I had been hearing a lot of stuff on my Facebook. Like, uh, there's different groups, like South Jersey food groups. And a lot of, and they were just in a competition for cheesesteaks. Yes, it says tomato pies, like that's their business name, but they just serve like the same stuff that, you know, pizza places would serve. And they serve cheesesteaks as well and different kinds of sandwiches. So I've been hearing a lot about this place. They just were in a cheesesteak competition. They got pretty far, um, right to the final round, actually. A lot of people were saying their cheesesteaks were so good. They were, you know, and I was like, well, we should try them. You know, we've had a lot of other good cheesesteaks. And they're like right down the road from us. So they're so close. So, but the drawback is they have bad hours. They're only open to like six o'clock every day. And it's like, well, by the time normal people get home from work, there's no way you're fucking going there to eat anything. You know, by the time you get home from work or you're done work, they're closed. So... I guess they do enough business in those hours for people that are just coming maybe on their lunch breaks or I don't know. I don't understand how they can do, you know, I mean, maybe they do a lot of weekend business. I don't think they're open on Mondays and Tuesdays either. And I think that they're open until six, like every other day. So I was like, well, we're both off. You know, I had off Friday. Peach is off because she's recovering from her surgery. And I was like, this seems like the optimum time to do it because we you know we can go there right when they open because they were selling out of a lot of stuff too and they had sold out like the day before of things. So I was like, let's go there and try it. So what Jeff and I typically do when we're trying a new cheesesteak place is we get one cheesesteak to split because typically cheesesteaks from these places that boast about having oh really good cheesesteaks are the best in the area or whatever the cheesesteaks are normally huge yeah they're pretty decent size they're not like oh a normal place a normal pizzeria that just like or a diner that just has like a cheesesteak that's like a, a, a normal size i don't know what to say a normal size is but like it's normally bigger than average yeah, these ones are usually like pretty, and you're paying for it as well. Yeah, you're paying fifteen, sixteen dollars for a cheesesteak. So like normally you're getting your money's worth. Um, Jeff also, so Jeff got a cheesesteak and just their regular cheesesteak comes with fried onions, and then they're also known for their pizza. So Jeff got a slice of their plain pizza and a slice of their pepperoni pizza. Yeah. The slices of pizza were huge; they were double cut. Jeff and I shared them. Um, Their cheese pizza was delicious. One of the best, like, pizzeria pizzas I've had. I wouldn't say the pieces of pizza were huge. I mean, you cut them in half and you can each get, like, a a decent sliver of slice. 
but I mean, they, I wouldn't say they're huge. Um, the pepperoni pizza uses the mini pepperonis, which I am not a fan of. Um, they're too thick, in my opinion, and they're too far too greasy. Um, but again, it was just like their normal cheese pie with the pepperonis. So their sauce is good. Their sauce to cheese ratio is good. Their crust was tasty, not too thin, not too thick, not soggy, just the perfect amount of crisp. Um, I really love pizza, <laughs> as yeah. you can tell. Um, it was really good. Pizza. It was really good. I would definitely get their cheese pizza again. I would not get their pepperoni. I like the pepperoni because I do like the pepperonis like that sometimes. I mean, uh, pepperoni in any way on a pizza, uh, I like. So I would also be curious if they did a white pie because white pizza is my favorite, especially if they threw uh, broccoli on that. They probably so, do. I mean, I want to look into that. They had a bunch of different ones like up in the thing where like, you know, you could get slices of things and they heated up, you know, Mm -hmm. things that were already made. Um, Now, here's where they're not going to like me. Their cheesesteak. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not going to say we're cheesesteak connoisseurs, Hmm. but we have had quite a few cheesesteaks from some of the best places in the area and the area where we used to live. This cheesesteak was the same price as some of those and it didn't stand up. There was not as much meat on it. They put far too many onions. Their onion to meat ratio was way off. It was like part, like half and half, half onions, half meat. Um, they claim to be using Cooper Sharp American cheese. It did not taste like that. Um, like I said, the meat, the amount that we paid for this cheesesteak, I think it was like $15.95. Like there was not a lot of meat on this cheesesteak at all. The roll was okay. It was a seeded roll. Um, you know, typical or whatever. I would like to try the cheesesteak again without fried onions and see what that tastes like. But I I don't mind un- fried onions in my cheesesteak, but I don't want the fried onions to be the star of the show. I want the cheese, I want the meat to be the star of the show. And sadly, there was very little meat on there to be a star. <laughs> I picked the onions out and was left with like a pile of them. And that was after eating some. Um, so again, I, I do want to try a cheesesteak without their, like their cheesesteak without fried onions. But I was not a fan of their cheesesteak with fried onions. I pretty much disagree with everything Peach just said. Um, except for the meat that could have used a little bit more meat. Again, it's what you're used to. I suppose because I've seen a lot of posts or I guess depending on what when you go there and who's making them because I've seen people post like oh there's so much meat in these things so it's really kind of like your own personal opinion based on like maybe it's different every time um, but it shouldn't be it doesn't matter because the price be. is the same every time that's true so the amount of meat being used should be the same but that's every also time. true of other places that we've gone to that do give you a lot of meat but sometimes there's not as much meat so Meat fluctuates. Um, so I thought it was very tasty. 
I thought the Cooper Sharp tasted just as well as any other ones. I don't know. Peach has just been off with her taste buds. I have not. I think you have been, actually. Uh, I didn't find anything different in it. Didn't think it... I, I do agree with the onions. They were a little bit too big. Um, I don't think there was a lot of them. I wouldn't say like it was half onions, half meat. That's not my opinion either. Um, we're just really disagreeing on this one, apparently. Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, it's a definitely a good alternative and close by if you can't if we can't get to like the ones that we really do. Like. I would not. I would opt to drive further than buy a cheesesteak from see, them. I wouldn't do that. I mean, we do have our places that we like, but a lot of them are not close to us any longer. So in this area, I think that it's it's a good. In this area, there are other choices that I would prefer. Like what? Gatanos in Marlton. Mm, I don't know about that. What else? Because you said other places. Mm. I don't know. I guess maybe just I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I haven't had really a lot of. Uh, I've had some from Gatanos, but like I haven't had cheesesteaks from any other place around here, really. Well, donkeys. Well, donkeys, but that's a different animal altogether. I mean, they're they're different. I mean, and literally different. Yeah, it's on a round roll. If you don't know, I don't know. believe they use Cooper Sharp on theirs. I think they just use American cheese, yeah. and it's on a round, you know, Kaiser poppy seed roll. Uh, lots of onions on those. Yeah. So, I mean, if you like onions, and I do like onions, so um, onions and don't like me. It's not that I don't. It's not that I dislike onions, but if I'm eating a cheesesteak, I want the onions to be like an accessory to the meat, not like competing with the well, meat. Well, see, that's what I agree with there. I do agree that their onions were large. I would like smaller onions, um, just kind of like peppered throughout the meat. You know? Yeah, your meat should be your main character and your onions should be a supporting character, just like the cheese The cheese should be a supporting character. The roll should be a supporting character. Which is but- like, you know, I would like to try the, without the onions as well to see... Mm-hmm. Just to see if it stacks up. And again, like Jeff said, it really could have depended on who's cooking. Maybe someone that was inexperienced was cooking. Because we've been other places before where I've been like, man, this isn't as good as it normally is. And that can go for any place, really. It depends on... It it could even be a person that isn't inexperienced. It's just, I don't know. Every day is different. You know, sometimes they could just be having an off day or I don't know. I mean, but again, the price doesn't uh, doesn't waver. It's still true. the main. It's still the same price, regardless of if that person's having an off day or not. But um, as it stands right now, I would definitely go back. I want to try a white pizza from them. I want to try a cheesesteak without onions. But um, I would not order their pepperoni pizza again, and I would not get a cheesesteak with fried onions. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely go back as well. Like if if I was hankering for a cheesesteak or if somebody in the area was like, hey, where can I get a decent cheesesteak? I would send them there. I wouldn't. Because you can't say that and then say you would want to go back and try another As one. of right now, I would not tell someone to go there. I would send them to Donkey's or to Gatano's. Mm, I mean, I would give them the options of like if somebody said, hey... Where can I get a decent cheesesteak in this area? Donkeys. I would would say donkeys. I would say this place. I would say Gitanos. Because that's what I know from experience. I don't... I haven't eaten a lot of cheesesteaks in this area. 
Um, but yeah, I would give him those options. I would say I would include this. I wouldn't drop it off the list. And I, I really don't understand how you could say you wouldn't include them, but you want to go back and eat another one. Because I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and I want to try it without onions because the onions were too much. But that's just one little aspect of it. You're, you would drop them off the list as a whole just based on onions? I would drop them off the list based on everything I said that it was supposed to be Cooper Sharp. It didn't taste like Cooper Sharp. But I thought The fact it did. that the onions were overpowering, they were too big, there were too many. And, okay, like... They're like the one bonus or the one good thing. Like the meat was tasty, but there just wasn't a lot of it. And again, like I said, if I'm going to be paying that premium price, like I want a decent sandwich. Well, I guess we're just going to have to agree to disagree. And I really don't see how you could leave them off a list of talent if you're willing to go back and try again. And then just based on the, the onions, be like, oh, well, it's just the onions. I'll eat it in one without onions and see how it goes. You're not going to prove, you're not going to be back there making it with them. So again, you're not going to be like, well, that's not Cooper Sharp. I thought it tasted like any other cheesesteak we've had Cooper You're Sharp missing my on. point. I guess I am. I don't understand what your point is. I want to try it. To see, okay, they're not they're not filling the sandwich full of onions. Am I getting the amount of meat that should be on the sandwich? Okay, maybe maybe my taste buds are off, but it didn't taste like Cooper Sharp to me. I want to see if one maybe it was the onions that were overpowering the flavor of everything. Like I said, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I want to try one without fried onions. But judging on their cheesesteak with fried onions, which is how their cheesesteaks come. I mean, not really. You can say. Their, their, like their cheesesteak, their Lilo's or how Lilo's cheesesteak is with fried onions. It says that on the menu. Yeah, but just like with anything, you can get it without it. Yes, I know that. Jesus Christ, seriously? But I just don't understand. Like, I I feel like you're giving it way more hate than I'm not giving it hate. I'm giving my opinion. I know, but it just seems like you're like, well, I wouldn't recommend them. I wouldn't. As it stands right now, I would not. I wouldn't even say I want to go back because the the aspect of onion is such a little aspect of it. It's not. That for that to throw off your whole like, oh, well, now I tried it without onions and it was so much better. Now I'd send people there. Just yes, because I want to see what they what it is without the onions, because, again, the onions should be a a supporting character, not a main star. But it just seems like it's such a a small part of it to where you would say it should be a small part. I would not tell people to not go there. You if need I to thought move it, on. If I thought it was bad. You need to move on. I gave my opinion. You, I know, just but because... your opinion is just, it doesn't make sense. Like, if if you thought it was a horrible cheesesteak, that's... I didn't say that. I know, but I'm saying that's the only reason I would tell people not to go there. If I was like, that's a bad cheesesteak. I didn't say that I would tell people to not go there. I just said that judging, going by the cheesesteak that I ate from there, I would not recommend someone to go there. I wouldn't advise them to not go there, but I could not send someone there. Well, to me, it just doesn't make sense. Well, I'm sorry, but that's my opinion. I'm, I didn't say that your opinion is wrong. I'm just saying it, it just you makes no sense. You basically are, and you you're to, nitpicking. No, for you to say, oh, I didn't like the size of the onions and there was too many, I wouldn't tell people that was a good cheesesteak. In my opinion, it was not a good cheesesteak. Be like, yes, because, oh my God. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's either bad or it's not. Like, you can aspect, like, oh, it's probably better without the onions, but like, 
you're acting like it was a horrible thing. Like, I wouldn't tell people to go there. Judging by what I ate, I would not recommend no, it. It just, it just That's why I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. And we're back. Yep, we're back. After a heated cheesesteak discussion. But, uh, I don't know. I have to, uh, mesh these together. Um, so, we'll just, uh, move on from there. What, what was after that? Uh, we finished using up the rest of our Christmas ham in a breakfast stromboli that we tried out because, you know, we've made regular strombolis. So this is the... <laughs> Which is now that I'm thinking of is another thing that I eat way too much of when you make it. Stromboli? Yeah, I eat my pieces plus all the other pieces that are left over. Yeah, when you could just have leftovers. Um, the stromboli is a very, very simple recipe, but it's super tasty and super easy. And it's just like a quick throw together dinner that like actually fills you up. And it's also like, you don't feel like crap after eating it. Well, you might, cause you do hmm, eat a lot I of eat it. too much of it. Um, I got this recipe from, um, a family that goes to my school. I babysit for, and I'm friends with the family. Um, so... But this is not that recipe. No. So, I've done two spins on the recipe. I made, like, a breakfast stromboli that Jess talking about, but then I also did, like, the apple pie stromboli. I had the same issue with the breakfast stromboli that I had with the apple pie stromboli, where the the bottom cooked really quickly, um, and it typically doesn't do that when it's the, the regular one. In the regular stromboli is provolone, pepperoni, mozzarella, and spices. Um, in the apple pie stromboli, it was um, apples and caramel and spices. There was no liquid to this that. This breakfast stromboli was a joint effort. Because I prepared all the ingredients. I, the little bit of ham we had left over from Christmas dinner, I cut all the fat off, chopped it all up, uh, got it ready, uh, scrambled some eggs, and then sliced up some cheese. And uh, Peach, you know, rolled out the dough and then put it all together. And then we put it on a baking pan with some parchment paper and. It was 420, 425 degrees to put it on. Yeah. And. Which I told Jeff that was too hot to begin with. Because I was like, that's not what the recipe that I use calls for it. That's what the um, pizza crust, like the pizza crust can calls for. Because when I make the stromboli, I use canned pizza crust. Well, Just because that's what the recipe that I was given. I asked calls. you what temperature, and you said whatever it says on the thing, and that's what it said, so that's what I put it on. Um, and the parchment paper was supposed to have been able to withstand that, 
but the it did not. The parchment paper basically caught on fucking fire. It didn't catch on fire, but it sure burned up real quick. It blackened the whole bottom of the Stromboli. Uh, it was it was creating smoke. It was making it smell like something was burning. Um, it just did not stand up. And then, like, and when I took it out, it just kind of disintegrated when you pulled at it. Like, just flaked apart. Um, so I'm going to venture to guess to say that it says on their box 425, but I, I'm gonna I'm going to say that's a lie. Yeah, I think maybe they can handle like 400, and that's about that. And it, you know, ruined the bottom of it. So everything was good except for the bottom. It was blackened. It was hard. It was... Yeah. It was know. a really good, like, how Even though places... I think Killian still ate it. Yeah, I ate it too. Oh, I didn't. I pulled off the bottom and just ate the other parts. Um, this is something that I would definitely try again. Because it's like a breakfast, pi- uh, breakfast pizza. Although we've <clears> never had one of those. But, um... It was, again, a really simple recipe. The most prep with it was cooking the scrambled eggs and, like, chopping up the ham and then uh, cutting the pizza dough to make the lattice top, which you wouldn't really have to do. You could just roll it up like a regular stromboli. You don't need to be fancy. Yeah, I mean, super easy. Mm -hmm. Super, like, convenient, let's say, if you've got you're doing a brunch and you've got people over oh like this yeah. will serve a bunch of people and they'll re- be real easy to like hey you know serves a good amount of people maybe i'll try and make it again because killian asked to have breakfast at your birthday parties mm-hmm. so i was gonna do like a, a a bake or a casserole but maybe i'll do that and then like a french toast bake I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to think of um, ideas because he because I asked him. Uh, Jeff's birthday is next Friday. This Friday. This Friday. Yeah, this Friday, and then Killian's is the twenty second. So we're going to have a birthday party for them both um, on the twentieth. So he I asked them what they wanted. My suggestion was tacos, and neither one of them really was down with that. So, uh, Killian popped off with, oh, I want breakfast. And I was like, oh, well, all right. And Jeff was fine with that, I guess. He hasn't said anything otherwise. I just, I don't really, you know, care. (sighs) Jeff's stressing currently about food. No, I just don't care. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so yeah, that Stromboli was a success except for the parchment paper in the bottom. Um, and then there was one morning where I made, I made us breakfast. I made some blueberry chocolate chip pancakes because Peach said she wanted some. Those are my favorite type of pancakes. So I made some and I had never really made pancakes before, especially these kind. And we had some blueberries to finish off. So, I made some. And then I also made some sausages as well. And that's what we had for breakfast. And were they good? Oh, fuck yeah. They were so good. They were delicious. The blueberries were fresh. And it, it was like the perfect ratio of blueberries and chocolate chips. And... They, the pancakes were light and fluffy and a big surprise. Hmm. 
Um, and then, I guess this is around for New Year's Eve. Uh, I tried some of the other beers that I had. No, I didn't drink anything on New Year's Eve. Maybe this was uh, New Year's Day. No, I don't remember. Let me take a look back. <laughs> what day did I drink? The- oh, no, I drank these when we went over to your mom's house mm-hmm. on Saturday before New Year's Eve. Um, and one was It's a Wonderful Ale by Glastown Brewing. It's a winter ale, 6.5%. Uh, they're out of Millville, New Jersey. Uh, mild flavors of nutmeg, graham crackers, vanilla, and spices um, in this one. Uh, I gave it a four out of five. I thought it was very tasty. I enjoyed it. So it was very good. I would definitely drink this one again. Uh, I'd check out what other th- offerings this place has. I had never heard of this uh, place before. I got this one at Total Wine in the single section where I got most of the other things that I got. So this one was was good. And then there was also... I had... From Stoneyard Brewing Company, Rubino's Cannoli Cream Ale. So this was like a cream ale, 7% alcohol. It was like cannoli flavored. It was made in conjunction with this Rubino's uh, Market both of these places are in New York the market, the brewery they're out of Rochester, New York uh, Holy Cannoli, our latest collaboration combines the rich flavors of Rubino's Cannoli with our refreshing cream ale for a tasty treat you won't want to miss I gave this a 4.25 out of 5 I also thought this was very tasty uh, did taste uh, very cannoli-ish and it was you know, enjoyable um, so yeah, I'd definitely drink this one again, so Thumbs up on that one. I can't give any opinion because I haven't tried anything. No. No, <laughs> you haven't. Um, and then there was... Uh, so then we did that. We went over to your mom's house on mm-hmm. Saturday. We did Christmas there. Yeah. Um, we had dinner. Yeah, we basically did like Christmas... Like a full-blown Christmas celebration. Exchange gifts. Ate dinner. And just like spent time together. Um... Mom, my mom and her boyfriend got me a new pots and pans set. It's still in my backseat. Yeah, Jeff needs to bring it in. Um, they got Killian a comfy chair for our house. But the thing is, is that there's more room for it in my backseat than there is in our kitchen. Yeah, I and I can't really <laughs> finagle stuff right now. Um, but I love hearing it vibrate when I'm driving back and forth to work. And then just bring it in <laughs> and we can put it next to the tree. Mm. Nah. And they got Jeff um, a back massager seat thing. Mm-hmm. And what else they gave you? The lunchbox? Which I appreciate the thought and it is good in theory. It just isn't very uh, applicable here. It doesn't really fit on any of the seats we have uh, well. And uh, doesn't, you know, it's not... Um, I don't know, usable, I suppose. But it is, I wish there was a seat that, you know, it could fit on properly and I could use it. Um, and then the lunch bag and the, the credit card holder. Oh, yeah, I got one of them too. And then I got hmm. a bunch of gift cards to Starbucks because, you know, 
and coffee obsessed. And I got a back washer for the shower, oh, yeah, like yeah. a brush, to so you can get your back and and your feet and such. And there was other stuff, and we gave them. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. We got Sal that really nice tie clip, the mother of pearl tie clip. We got mom earrings. And a pie plate. And a pie plate. And a, and a baking, dish, baking dish. And a doormat. Again, these sound like weird gifts, but it's stuff that she asked for. And then um, we got Sal funny socks because he really likes trains. And then we gave him a railroad spike from the Gettysburg Railroad. Mm-hmm. So super cool. Yep. I mean, uh, you know authentic genuine old old i don't know how old (laughs) vintage it might not be there from the very beginning but i mean it's there it's from there Mm -hmm. um so yeah and uh your mom was also given a a candle was that from oh yeah or that was from you yeah i gave her a candle um i gave her a coffee mug that had like Mary Kay lip masks. Um, I gave her something else, too. I don't know. Um, Some of those items, like the last two things, were re-gifts. Because I know I won't use them, and I know that my mom will. So I have not one problem re-gifting stuff. I'm sure it was very hard for Peach to not tell her that, unless you did tell her that. I did not. Because Peach is a very awful gift giver sometimes, where she tells you the reason why she's giving to you, if it was a re-gift, or, oh, I just didn't like it, so I'm giving it to you, or... (laughs) I'm just honest. I got it on sale, or I just, you know, something... Something to where you shouldn't be telling the people... That you're just giving them the gift and just make them think, hey, I'm giving you this gift. You don't have to tell them any reason behind it. Make them think like, oh, well, you're kind of making it less special the more you explain it to me. Oh. Or, But Peach, it does do that quite a bit. Just with my mom. <laughs> well, still, it's pretty <laughs> shitty. Whatever. I'm only a shitty gift giver to you. I mean, it's true. I'm a really good gift giver because I'm thoughtful. Um, so yeah, that was Saturday. Yep. And then Saturday night. (laughs) Was Mm -hmm. it Saturday night? Yes. Yeah. Um, we got home. I I didn't have anything to drink because I was still taking the, um, like heavy duty pain pills. And They highly stress that you should not drink alcohol when taking them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was still, I got prescribed, what are they, five milligram Percocets? Yes. And I don't like the way Percocets make me feel. They make me feel super dizzy and like really drunk. So Jeff breaks them in half for me. And even sometimes like if I take that on an empty stomach, it basically just puts me to sleep. Like it knocks me out. Um So, I'm an idiot, and I went way too long without any pain medicine while we were at my mom's, to the point where Jeff ended up actually having to leave and go to Walmart, because the only thing I brought with us were the Percocets, and I didn't want to take one of them. Well, I didn't have to. No, he didn't have to, and I told him actually not to, and he lied. Well, no, you told your mom not to. Your mom offered to go to the store, and you told her no. Yeah, because I can't take ibuprofen. 
Is that I can't take Advil. I can take Tylenol. Yeah, ibuprofen. Yeah, ibuprofen. Um, so. So I said, well, maybe I have something out in the car, or in my bag, but I knew I didn't. I'm like, oh, let me go look. Which, from the beginning of saying that, like I knew it wasn't out there. I knew I was gonna go just go to the store. There's a Walmart like two minutes away, so I just drove to Walmart and then came back and bought a small bottle of like Tylenol. Yeah. So I took two of them, but I was still having a lot of pain. Um, so we like wrapped things up after dinner and left a little earlier than we normally would. Dropped the boy off and came back home. Well, I was still in a lot of pain. Like everything was just hurting, I guess, from sitting up straight on the couch. Like my incisions were hurting really bad and like my muscles. So Jeff gave me half of a Percocet and we went to bed. Well, at like... I guess three in the morning, I woke up not being able to catch my breath, my heart pounding like I had just run a marathon. Um, and I have really bad anxiety and I, I get panic attacks. Or I have panic attacks. And like I have woken up before, like mid panic attack, I guess. But like this was bad. So much so I like woke Jeff up and I'm like we need to go to the emergency room and he's like seriously what's wrong and I was like I think it might be my heart again and he was like really and I was like yes so we like shuffled together and got out to the car and we went to the closest emergency room or no we didn't we didn't go to the closest emergency room we went back to the hospital that I had the surgery at. Yeah, we um, went to Mount Holly. Yeah, virtual Mount Holly. Because I was like, well, I was just there. So, like, if it's something to do with that, like... Because I didn't know I could... I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if maybe, like, there was an infection and I was, like, having a reaction or whatever. I didn't know. So, we got the car, picked up Peach, sped down the road not giving a fuck and it's like three in the morning so there were very few cars out and thankfully we didn't hit any red lights along our, yeah, our drive it got close a couple times but i was fully prepared to run the lights and jeff full-on to get to virtual mount holly from the direction we were coming you have to take like a jug handle to go across the highway and Jeff full-on missed the off-ramp for the jug handle, and he just turned. Just, you know, fuck it. <laughs> just, just, like, went. made a left. And uh, dropped Peach <laughs> off, parked the car. Um, she went inside. Um, they brought her into a room. They did an EKG. And because of my previous history with having the type of heart attack that I had, like, they don't play around like as soon as i say like uh, i had a scads heart attack like i i get like one of three reactions it's a oh my god i can't believe you're alive wow you're so young are you sure that's or like the other one is are you sure that's what you had and it's like yes i had that it's a spontaneous coronary artery dissection like once i was finally told that's what it was like that that kind of sticks with you um but, like, they did the EKG. They said that everything, like, looked okay from that. But they also had, they wanted to take my blood. Because there's, like, a, I don't know, some sort of level in your blood. I don't know if it's, like, an enzyme or just something called troponin. And 
when you have a heart attack, I, I think I could be very wrong with this because, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that's like the level that they look for in your blood to see if you've had a heart attack or if you're like currently having one. So they did blood work. My troponin was where it should be a little elevated, but they said it, it will always be that way. Um, and it also did not help that like, I, I am a horrible stick when it comes to giving blood, getting blood, it, putting IVs in. They normally have to go through my hand. Like my hands were, my, my hands were all jacked up from the two IVs that I had to have in the hospital from the, um, surgery. So they, the two guys, I had two people working on my arms trying to get an, a needle in so they could, or an IV thing in so they could get blood to do the blood tests. And it was super painful and they probably stuck me half a dozen times trying to get one in and they finally were able to get enough blood out but like they had to bring in like an ultrasound machine and like ultrasound my veins it was bizarre um when when they first were talking oh bring the ultrasound machine and I thought they were thinking I had like something wrong with my incisions and he was like oh no we're gonna look for your veins with that I'm like oh I didn't know that was a thing um so after probably like, I don't know, maybe an hour of being there, they, they put stuff in, in my, or they took me back for a CT scan and they put stuff in my IV to, I forget, maybe to make it glow or dye contrast. It was something because they were worried that I had a blood clot in my lungs. Um, and like that was their main concern. Once they ruled out that it wasn't like a heart attack, they were worried that there was a blood clot. So, because apparently like not being able to catch your breath and like your heart racing is symptoms of having a blood clot in your lungs. So they did that, which is fucking terrifying. And I, I don't like having to do CT scans. They're not fun. I'm just thankful that it wasn't like an MRI where it's like your whole body. But uh, that came back and that was fine. And like all my blood work was coming back fine. And then I asked the, the nurse that was attending to me. I'm like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. So he unhooks me because I was on a heart monitor and all that. And I go to the bathroom. And while I'm in the bathroom, the doctor that had originally come in and spoke to me says to Jeff, oh, um, we're thinking about admitting her. Um, but I'll be back. Well, he, he never came back. The nurses switch shifts. The new nurse comes in and I'm like, Hey, can you uh, find out what's going on? Because the doctor told... Oh, everybody's just like, well, you're like, oh, well, when can I go? Or and, and everybody's response was just like, well, I think they're going to admit you. I, I think they're thinking about admitting you. And it's like, well, great. Can somebody ever say this to me? Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to hear you're thinking about it or I think they're going to or I think they'd like to. 
And, like, the, the new nurse that came on shift was like, well, let me call the doctor that is seeing you. Well, since it was shift change, the doctor changed too. So it was no longer the doctor that saw me in the emergency room. It was a doctor that was, she had said, on floor. I don't know what that means, but I assume it was no longer an emergency room doctor. So this other person comes in and she was like, so we're going to admit you. And I was like, if you can give me a reason to admit me, then I'll stay. And she was like, well with your history I'm like yes but you've already like you did the EKG that's fine you did the blood work my troponin is fine like you did this the CT scan and that's fine like there is not one reason for you to admit me and they're like well the doctor wants to do a stress test a a non non nuclear non nuclear that's where like (laughs) They inject stuff into you and it stresses your heart out and they take pictures while they're doing it. I just, sorry, I just had that done back in March to be able to have this surgery. My insurance company was giving me a hell of a lot of shit about how there was a small window on that and because my OBGYN was dicking around and taking forever to schedule the surgery, Like that window was going to close and I was going to have to get that test done and they were refusing to pay for it. Apparently it's a very expensive test and I I was going to have to pay for it. And I'm like, my insurance company is not going to pay for this test. I don't want to have to pay for it. I also don't want to have, don't want to have to pay for another stay in the hospital. Like, and like the thing that really pushed me over, because at this point it was like 7 o'clock in the morning, she goes, well, the doctor will see you tomorrow. So I would basically be, I would basically be admitted to the hospital and be there for 24 hours before anyone saw me and any tests were run. I'm like, that's asinine. No, I'm not being checked into the hospital for no reason. I'm like, my insurance company is not going to sign off on this test. I don't need to have it. Everything else checked out. And she was like, well, one of your thyroid blood levels was slightly off, but you know, sometimes that happens and it only matters if this other, and I was like, no, like I'm due to get a whole panel of blood work done. I'll get that done outside of here. I don't need to be admitted to the hospital for that. Um, so they were like, well, we need to, um, make you aware that if you do leave the hospital, it's, what is it against medical advice AMA um and I'm like yeah that's fine like I'm leaving I'm not saying short story long we left yeah and we were there for about six hours and we got back home and passed the fuck out and pretty much slept the whole day away of uh New Year's Eve we woke up about three or four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. And then uh went to the store to get some last minute stuff and uh just kind of sat around and, and did nothing. Uh had some food, watched some things, and then, you know, turned on the ball dropping at the last minute. We don't have cable, so it was kind of hard to kind of uh scrambling to get to something. At when it was time, which wasn't right anyway. It was like delayed. 
Um, Peach had us do all of her superstitions and such. <laughs> Jeff thinks I'm crazy. Plate of stuff. We you know we had to eat the twelve grapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, put our rings on a tray. There was a light and a candle, a piece of bread, some salt. I had to carry it in, bringing it in at a certain time, and then we ate the grapes and you know let the candle burn and there's you know all that good stuff i have to resituate there's also like new year's superstitions like and i and <laughs> oh yeah there was that too we had to be dirty for a day we got as much clean as we could uh new year's eve because you can't clean on new year's day so then yeah. everything that we dirtied on new year's day just had to sit around all day and uh we were had to clean it the next day yeah so on New Year's Day, you don't do your laundry, you don't wash your hair, you don't wash dishes because you're basically washing your luck for the year down the drain. And I've also seen like superstitions in other cultures where the the washing clothes and laundry and yourself um, is also like you're washing health away and I forget how they worded it, but basically it was like, oh yeah, I did my laundry and I washed dishes on New Year's Day and I was in funerals the entire year. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think, I've never heard that one before. But the 12 grapes, I think is a Latin thing, but they like hide, they like hide under the table and eat them. And that's like if you're single and you want love or something like that. I do the 12 grapes where you eat them and like each grape is a wish. Um, and then the tray coming in. So they say that on New Year's Day, like at the stroke of midnight, the first person that comes through your front door should be a tall, handsome man. No, well, not any of those things. Well, you're taller than I am and I think you're very <laughs> handsome. And he's the owner, like, he is the owner of this house, so he came through the door, and he came in carrying bread, so we're not hungry, salt, so we have flavor, light, so we have energy, or, well, the candlelight, um, our rings for love, uh, a $20 bill for prosperity, and there was something else on the tray, too. The grapes. Oh, yeah, he carried the grapes in. So, basically, you're just bringing the luck and love and prosperity and everything through the door with you on midnight we also open the door to let the new year in and let the old year out um and also another superstition is you do not spend any money on new year's day none not one single cent you don't pay bills you don't go shopping you just enjoy the day you be lazy you read books you watch movies but i did i paid the rent that day well, that's a bill. Yeah, you should you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, I did because I was forgetting about it actually, and then I did it. So, yeah. well, that that technically that's not shopping per se, and that's an like a necessary evil that you have to pay every month, even though you don't want to. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, but I did not spend one single solitary penny. I mean, other than that, I didn't. We spent the day watching good movies, eating yummy food, you know, just hanging out. Um, So what happened next? Um, I tried a couple of other beers. Well, I had some beers that day. I didn't drink all of New Year's Eve. 
And then I had some beers New Year's Day. I had the Mad Elf Grand Carew from Trogues um, Independent Brewing. It was a fancy beer that I got at Total Wine. And it was less than what it was listed for. Because when I brought it up there to ring it up, they couldn't find it in the system. And they put it in as something different that was cheaper, which I'm okay with. I mean, it's not my job to tell you what to do. So, um, it's a Belgian strong dark ale. It's 11% alcohol. Um, uh, if you know Trogues, you know the Mad Elf, the mischievous bell of the holiday beer ball that helped put our little brewery on the map. In your hands is the director's cut. Tart, uh, uh, cherries, loads of them make all the difference. Bottle conditioned and flush with notes of cinnamon and clove, this beer begs to be shared. Take a bottle home, gather your friends, and cherish the cherries. Um, I gave it a 4.25 out of 5. I thought it was very tasty. Um, you know, not something you're going to sit there and throw back a bunch of because it is high in alcohol content. But, you know, I was glad to just be able to get one to try it. So it was very good. I liked it. I do like the Mad Elf, like the regular one. So it's also high in alcohol content, but very good. Um, and then there was North Sky from Allagash. Uh, it's a stout. 7.5% alcohol. Uh, like a clear night lit by stars, this silky Belgian-inspired stout balances light notes of fruit and sweetness with roasty malt. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. It was okay. Not one of my more favorite ones, but I mean 3.5 out of 5 is still pretty good. So I did enjoy it. It is one that I would drink again. Um, but, you know, could have been worse. <laughs> so yeah, I enjoyed it. And then there was another one that I didn't check into now that I'm looking back. It was um, from Ellicottville Brewing Company, Stormy Weather White Ale. Um, and I enjoyed that one. I'd give that about um, probably a 3.25 to a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was oranges and cherries perhaps I don't know why I didn't check into it I can't help you because I didn't try any of these either um, yeah um, I'm trying to look it up real quick so stormy weather 6.2% alcohol yeah delicate white ale with orange cranberry and light spice not cherries it was cranberry um, it was pretty good so like I said 3.25 to 3.5 out of 5 it was pretty decent and again I'm glad I was able to get all of these different beers at Total Wine single cans or bottles so I, I like trying different things not being locked into full 4 packs or 6 packs or something so it's very handy um, and then one of the, I suppose, tasty foods I made that day was, uh, finishing off the mashed potatoes we had in the refrigerator with the last bit of ham we had. And I made like fried mashed potatoes with ham and cheese. Well, I just made fried mashed potatoes with ham and then peach suggested the cheese. 
which I put on hers a little too late. Yeah, um, that was good. But then I put mine on while I was still cooking, so I cooked hers first, and I put the cheese on while it was still, you know, hot, so it melted more. But yeah, then Peach accused me of making her sick. <laughs> Maybe it was those mashed potatoes, because then she said her belly wasn't feeling too good. I don't know. I, I thought it was all right. <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember that. <laughs> you did this to me. Um, so, yeah. And, um, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> that was, that, and then there was New Year's Day. Yeah, like I said, that was New Year's Day. So, that was um, Monday. I had off that day. Then I had to go to work the, the second, which was Tuesday. But I only had to work for you know Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then Peach had to be here by herself those three days yeah I, I was allowed to be alone at that point thankfully um, and because it was only three days it did go quick also thankfully because um, I can't do anything like I can't lift anything heavier than a gallon of milk I can't push anything like I can't vacuum they specifically said that um I, I'm not really you supposed can't to- clean <clears throat> don't whatever you do don't clean yeah I'm not supposed <laughs> to be like bending over a whole ton I am not supposed to be crouching down and it just fucking sucks like I really want to take down the Christmas decorations so bad like it I love our Christmas decorations I do but like the fact of knowing that I can't take them down makes me want to so much more. Like, and I know that's insane, but that's how my mind works. So, yeah, Peach was here for those days. And then Thursday was my last day of work. Came home. We had had chicken fajitas earlier in the week. And mm-hmm. I was going to make a chicken fajita pizza. I was in the middle of making that. Mm-hmm. And then tragedy struck. Yep. Somebody broke into our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. This is the story they told me to tell. Um, whatever. I was going to slice the cheese and I was going to use a vegetable peeler. Why? Why were you going to use I don't know why. Peeler? I just thought it was going to be easier. I know. We but have a KitchenAid grater that attaches to my mixer. You hadn't used that We have that a yet. box grater. We have a hand grater. We have a cheese slicer. We have a plethora of knives. And then I was this bitch with wants one hand to pop open. I popped off the little the the thing the that was supposed to protect because this vegetable peeler was brand new. I had never used it before. Super sharp, um, and took a chunk out of my pinky, and couldn't get it to stop bleeding. Put pressure on it. Um, so it was a little too deep. So off to the hospital we went. So went to the emergency room. Um, the doctor was like trying everything, putting this foam on it, did some other stuff. Ultimately had to cauterize it with this like portable travel soldering gun that you just like click on and had to burn inside like the artery or or whatever that was bleeding so that was fun yeah and thankfully i guess because this was more of like an emergency emergency because jeff was bleeding 
mm-hmm. um, albeit he was not profusely bleeding, thankfully. No, I felt real stupid for it, too, because it is something so small, but it was just deep enough to... It wouldn't stop bleeding, and it's like, well, this is a problem. Like, it needs to stop, and, like, we put pressure on it. I mean, like, it was a pretty good divot. We wrapped it up. We then wrapped a, um, a rubber band around it, like a tourniquet, to try and, like get the blood to stop that way and nothing worked like it definitely slowed it down but it didn't stop it and like we were googling like at what point do you go and like how serious is this and they said that if the blood doesn't stop after 20 minutes you need to go to the emergency room so we waited 30 and it's still like the blood would pull up once we like took something off of it but you know got it cauterized got you know whatever came home now i'm traumatized by -hmm. vegetable peelers and 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 some other sharp objects it didn't help that the other day i I saw a one one i'm not gonna say that anymore i don't want to give out too much information but anyway what you know work because i don't want to be like hey because then i'll be like well where do you work that you saw oh so i'm just i'm done with that stuff um, picked up our our apartment complex just opened up a new fitness center so we picked up this little fobby thing it's like a little reminds me of like one of those like trackers that you put on your keys so you don't lose it um, but it, it opens up the door so now there's like a, a building there that's open 24 hours it's got some treadmills and some other stuff some weights uh, whatever that company was that you said it was. So it, it's like a competing company for Peloton called Echelon. Mm. Yeah, so that you have some of that stuff in there. So we went and got the thing, went inside, check it out a little bit. It's all right. I mean, it's pretty small for what the size of this complex is. I mean, hopefully nobody wants to go work out all at the same time because, you know, it would be inconvenient. Um, so yeah, I did that, picked up some awful soup at the store to cook, the, uh, Manischewitz, Minestrone soup mix that had, uh, you know, macaroni and peas and beans and seasoning, and you just dump this into some water and, and let it cook and in, an in, in instant soup presto it was not instant soup it's presto. like a magical incantation well it wasn't and it did not taste good it and was not magical at all this is something we will never ever get again no and as uh peach had said it was gritty oh um but while we're gonna go back for a minute while we were at the hospital with Jeffrey. We're not doing that just like we told your mom. Like, if you want to tell everybody all your stuff, that's fine. But I do not. So, we're going to go back to where we just were. I'm I'm not one to say everything to everybody. So. Nope. So, bad soup. Not good. Um, You're ridiculous. Had some salad. And, uh... Peach finally got to try her KitchenAid attachment thing, mm-hmm. chopping up some carrots and yeah. mutilating cucumbers. Yeah. 
What did it do to the cucumber? It like it skinned half of it. It was very weird how it worked out. I didn't see it happen, so I don't know. Uh, I just heard about it and then saw the skin. Yeah. Um, it like it chopped up like one half of the cucumber's skin, but then the other one it just kind of like spun it around on the outside of the grater. But I mean, hey, whatever. Um, do I think it... Is it more time efficient than hand grading stuff? Maybe a little bit quicker. Is it a clean, a quicker cleanup? No. You're Absolutely. Not really making this gift seem like a good thing. I'm I'm <laughs> pleased with it because I was able to grate four blocks of cheese for soup I made in like ten minutes, mm. which was cool. But like. I don't know. I haven't really gotten the knack for it or the hang of it. Like, what... I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I need to watch, like, a tutorial online and see. Because, like, the same issue that I had with the carrots, I had with the cheese, too. And I'm kind of fucking pissed. Because it's white. The attachment is white. And I cut carrots with it. And it stained the it stained it orange. So the inside's all orange. Which is really aggravating. It happens. Yeah, but it was all pretty and white. Um, so, and then, what was it? Saturday, we went out, and we were supposed to get some wintry weather around here, but it snowed for about two seconds, mm-hmm. and then turned to rain, and we've just been getting a shit ton of rain. And everybody else is getting a bunch of snow, all, like, to the west of us, and north and like come around us like it just we just get fucked all the time like oh it's supposed to be snowy this year yeah bullshit fucking farmer's almanac and go suck a dick uh everybody other people are getting a snow sure we are not no uh so yeah today um and then peach we had some videos of peach making beef stew which we just ate the last of and didn't still did not film the final product. Nope. No so we, we did filmed that. a whole video like series of step by step of Peach making it and the last one left off with we'll be back to show you the final and we never did and now it's all gone. So I guess we're gonna have to put that video up and then like explain like uh, missing video. Um, no final product. I meant to do that last night when I had some last night. I meant to do it tonight. Well, because we had a technical difficulty with the stew. I'm like, and yes, I, we, we did. We've said it before. And um, we'll say it again. Yeah, my crock pot kind of is... Um, a dick. Is temperamental. And when I want it to get to the point where it's like bubbling, like a fucking cauldron, it doesn't. But when I don't want it to, it does. And... This was, like, the beef stew was, like, a process. Like, you know, you have to situate stuff. And then, like, you put everything, you put most of everything in. The carrots, the meat, the the onions, the garlic, um, the seasoning, all of that goes in with a little bit of water or whatever. And, like, you let it do its thing. 
but then you don't add the potatoes until towards the end because you don't want them to fall apart. And yes, I know red red potatoes don't fall apart like white potatoes do, but you want them to be soft and tender, yeah, not fall apart. Yeah, you don't want them to be mushy. So like you wait until your beef stew only has like a little bit longer to cook and you throw them in. Well, I was having the issue. And, like, we had Killian over for this, too. Like, he was supposed to have dinner with us. And he was actually looking forward to it. And he was like, oh, that smells good. Yeah, like, we were smelling it. And it smelled delicious. And, like, everything about it was ready except for the potatoes. And the carrots were still a little yeah. not soft either. And I was like, okay, well, we need to pivot because I need to feed my child. And we need to eat dinner. And this beef stew is not going to be ready. Like, not until probably like 10 o'clock at night, unfortunately. Um, so instead, we made uh pork roll sandwiches, yeah, pork um, roll, egg, and cheese on a hard roll. Uh, Killian had one to himself, me and Peach split one, yeah. Um, and yeah, because I asked Peach if she wanted one, she's like, No, and I was like, Well, I was gonna split one with you, and she's like, Oh, well, in that case. Yeah, so I said to the boy, I'm like, uh, I was trying to think, like, what I had that I could, like, throw together really quick, and I was like, ooh, I was like, I have hard rolls, and he's like, what's a hard roll? I'm like, like, a round Kaiser roll, and he's like, okay, I'm like, do you want a pork roll, egg, and cheese, and his eyes lit up, he's like, yes, please. He told me it was the best sandwich he'd ever he had. He fucking housed that thing. Yeah, like, he was like, this is so good. I've never had- it was had- a double-decker. Yeah. And, like, I looked over, and he was, like, done, and I was like, holy fuck, like- <laughs> Wow. He was like, I've never had a sandwich where it stays together because he doesn't do fried eggs. He's like Jeff in that aspect, but he wanted his eggs scrambled. What and are you, you know, talking about? You won't do like a, a runny egg. That's not, you said he doesn't do fried eggs. Well, like, yeah. Sunny side up. I do fried eggs, like hard well, fried eggs. Yeah, he won't do that. Like, it has to be scrambled up. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to see the colors. Okay. Yeah. But, um,. He was like, it was the best sandwich. And it was thick cut pork roll. Oh, man. And I toasted the roll on the inside. When I I ate my half that I made for me and Jeff, man, it was so good. I love pork roll. It was very tasty. And pork roll is delicious. If you are not from New Jersey or the surrounding area and you don't know what the fuck pork roll is, I'm sorry. Find yourself a Wawa and get some pork roll. Don't get pork roll from Wawa. (laughs) I mean. That's not good pork roll. It's not terrible. Bad pork roll still good, but don't go to Wawa to get <laughs> your I'm pork just roll, saying, especially it, for the first time. Do not. Their pork roll sandwich, their pork roll bagel sandwich that they have is very tasty. It's pork roll and cheddar. Mm. It's very tasty. But uh, so yeah, that was on when Saturday. Saturday, yeah, it was on Saturday. Um, Sunday, we didn't do anything. No. We, we we ate the stew because mm-hmm. it was ready and done. Yeah, you know what time the stew got fucking done? At like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and it was very tasty. Oh, right? yeah. We didn't eat it at 1 o'clock. Well, we no. tasted it. And then uh, Saturday, like I said, we just sat around Sunday. did nothing. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, didn't go to the store. We didn't really need anything. Because we had done a bit of grocery shopping Saturday. So, yeah. And then Sunday passed and... and s- Monday came and sucked balls. Now it's Tuesday. And it's very rainy. We got some, a lot of rain, some wind. New Jersey is in a state of emergency currently um, 
for this weather that we're having. I left work early because my work doesn't care about our safety, even though they say they do. Um, Because, you know, hey, you can close for snow and, oh, it's dangerous to drive. This is dangerous to drive in as well. Especially at the time when we get done, it's already dark. That even makes it even worse. So I was like, no, fuck it. I'm driving home. I'm leaving early. Uh, I want to get home before it starts torrentially downpouring, before it gets dark, before there's a lot more people on the road trying to get home as well during rush hour. So I was like, fuck it. I'm leaving. And even leaving early, there were still cars on the road. There were accidents. Um, it still took me longer to get home than normal, but, uh, one that was good was that it was daylight and I didn't have to worry about driving at night with all that other stuff going on as well. Right now it is currently very, it's trenchly downpouring, it's windy out. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, just getting a shit ton of rain around here where everybody else is getting some snow, like to the west of us, above us, uh, sucks i want some snow i wish this was all snow like if it was colder and this was all snow oh my god it would be amazing like having a blizzard because like this would be so much snow yeah it really would be so much snow it would be amazing i mean i would just want that you know there's everybody out there that you know oh i hate snow oh i hate winter it's so great when it's warm during the winter no it's fucking not because number one it's not supposed to be and number two there's people out there like me that enjoy winter we want it to be cold we like it to be cold we like the snow just like when it's spring or summer and you get what you want you get the sun you get the hot the heat i don't know why you like that but it happens you get it it isn't there's never a time during the summer where it's like, oh man, it's like cold outside. It's like 40 degrees. No, but that shit happens during winter all the fucking time where it's not cold, but then it's like 50s, 60s when it shouldn't be. Um, and that just tells you there's something fucking wrong with our, you know, planet sometimes. It's like, this is not how it's supposed to be. Um, so yeah, not fun. I wish this was snow, not rain, but it is a lot of rain. And that's today. And then that's that's it. We're all caught up. Mm-hmm. So, that's it for this episode. Yep. And I'll have to, you know, this will be out tomorrow night, Wednesday. And I'm going to have to mesh the first half and this half together. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it goes well. And uh, that's it. So that's the end of this episode. See ya.